When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Let Me Tell You. Now, here's Joan Hamburg. I don't know about the rest of you, but I am a little burned out in the kitchen because we've been eating three meals a day. And now we had our confidence back and we were not only sitting outside in restaurants, but we were going inside. But I'm telling you guys, with all this latest information about the Delta variation and how easy it is to spread it and masks and social distancing, we're back outside again. And if the weather's bad, we don't go. But I was sent a little present. And it was frozen food, which I very rarely use, but it was different. It was hors d'oeuvres, and it was the brainchild of one of the hot caterers in our area. Her name is Mary Giuliani. She is not related to the Giuliani, the former mayor, and the person you hear here on WABC Radio. I don't think he knows where the kitchen is not related to him at all, but she's really like the chef to the stars. And she's known for her whimsical hors d'oeuvres, like mac and cheese, chicken pot pie. These are little hors d'oeuvres, the best hot dogs in blankets, but it's, you got to taste it, that I've had. And she decided that she was going to develop these for the home cook, even the unwilling home cook. So I had talked to Mary months ago. She has written a lot of books. Very funny, very interesting, very lively. Anyway, these are a good thing. Because if you have anyone over, family, anyone, call your vaccinated friends, you can just stick these things in the oven. And as Mary says, tell them you made them. Anyway, she's amusing to listen to. So check it out. Okay. And she's going to be part of my Let Me Tell You podcast. I think you'll get a big kick out of it. She also gives advice if you're trying to make something yourself. When I was a kid, my mom would take Ritz crackers, put not very good cheese, put American slice, those individually wrapped slices, put them on the Ritz cracker and put a little bit of Hebrew national salami on it and put it under the broiler for like a minute or two. I'm telling you, people loved that. And it was so easy. So that you can do it yourself or you can let Mary Giuliani do it for you. Anyway, she's very charming. And I think you're going to get a big kick out of her. So just settle in. Let me tell you is our podcast. We do it every week. And by the way, you can listen to the Joan Hamburg show every Sunday at two o'clock. Not only do we have great guests, 
but we also do stories that I know you like. Where to eat, what to cook, what to buy, where to go. We sort of give you all our secret sources, and we have a good time, and I know you like them. Anyway, guys, hang in there, because let me tell you, is straight ahead. You are going to meet Mary Giuliani. Welcome, everyone. I'm really happy because you need her right now. The one and only, wonderful Mary Giuliani. Not related to that other Giuliani, but Mary. Right. Yeah, Mary is the founder of her own company. She's a very well known caterer. They call her Caterer to the Stars. And she grew up. Actually, Montauk was part of her childhood way out on the end of Long Island. And she had two fantastic grandmothers. One was like the grandmother you all want. She cooked. She did everything. She was welcoming. The other grandma, terrific too. She was the business grandma. And she was in the hospitality business early on. And Mary, who didn't go off to school to get into the catering business, sort of It was in the DNA and couldn't stop doing it. So I'm sure when you were a kid, Mary, and going through college and dreaming all the dreams, catering to the stars and the non-stars was probably not part of the dream. No, it was not. And it's funny, Joan, I'm actually talking to you from the small beach cottage at my grandmother's hotel, the Wavecrest in Montauk right now. And you just gave Mm. me the chills by mentioning her. Because hospitality has been in the blood for so many years, but I did fight it. Um, I went to college. I studied English and theater, and um, but they, like they say, it just kept calling me back in. <laughs> and, and you couldn't resist it. No, I couldn't. I, I took a job in a catering office just to, in between uh, jobs, to pay the bills, and um, it all kind of said, "Oh, maybe, maybe this is my real dream." And um, so I started um, catering to some very exciting people and, and um, did that for about two years for another company and then said I was going to commit myself to doing this full time and started my own company out of my living room. And 16 years later, I'm proud to say, even after this crazy um, pandemic, we are still right. in business. And um, But during this time and when, when the world shut down and caterers, um, no one was eating off trays or gathering, I took this as an opportunity to sort of... Um, pivot, if I will use that word, um, a, a little small dream I had about bringing this, these frozen foods into people's homes. So Right. And you, because you really understood. I mean, we went through and it looks like we're still going through it. You know, we were celebrating it. The party's over. We're ready to rock and roll. And here we yeah. go, slap down again. But Mary, as she said, all these years later, And books later, she had a book called The Cocktail Party, which came out a couple of years ago, and a book I talked to Mary about called Tiny Hot Dogs, a memoir in small bites, which is just in 2019. It's all there. Mary can laugh, laughs at herself, and her food reflects her lightness. But while you and I, who have been cooking, not Mary, but my audience, even those who didn't know they had kitchens, it's like enough. 
And my daughter doesn't feel that way, Mary. She turns on her music, she dances, she cooks. She said, this is my form of meditation when I'm cooking and when I'm in the kitchen, but I'm burned out. And when I heard that you were developing these little frozen goodies and yummies so that now we we thought we could, we're still trying, have friends and neighbors over and not have to worry about it. You came to the rescue. And tell how that happened. Yeah, and that's exactly what I wanted to do, Joan. So, yeah, I realized we had food. You know, we had cooking exhaustion. And for years I've been hearing from people, I love to throw parties. I love to entertain, but hors d'oeuvres. You know, just the word hors d'oeuvre sounds so fancy. You don't want to do it. You know, you don't want to. Right. You don't want to. It sounds hard. It sounds. So I wanted to demystify that and just make, you know, pick the greatest hits things that people loved and all they would have to do at this point is literally take it out of the box, put it in the oven, heat it up, put it on a tray, and they looked like stars in their kitchens. So um, so this this was something I had wanted to do for a long time. But then when I had the time to – I was um, decamped up in the Hudson Valley for, for the COVID – for um, quarantine. And I said, okay, this might be time to really work on this concept because I really want to make it easy for people at home to just heat up food and serve it. So um, I, I did, you know, the best I could, and I found a local, uh, basically co-packer, a chef, a husband and wife business in Kingston, keeping it local, Kingston, New York. And we just got to work on the six things that over the 16 years, all of my clients said, I love that one. We call them, the waiters call them arm grabbers. So like right. at parties, you grab the arm of the waiters. So I wanted six, <laughs> I wanted this collection to contain the six arm grabbers. So um came up with... um a little uh, mini chicken pot pie, a little lasagna bite, a um, beet cloud, because I said we had to have one healthy thing in it, although it does have cheese in it. Right. Um, That's okay. And, um, <laughs> exactly. A, um, uh, the everything pig in a blanket, which that, is- I'm telling you, I serve that one. And <laughs> people went crazy, you know, because look, pigs in the blanket, every, I can go to the fanciest parties, they can serve the most exotic, serve that, and they're crazed. And, you know, but they were used to buying them in the market or from Costco. And then you come along. I, I don't even know how you did that. But it was like every little bite is this delicious kind of hot dog and wonderful crust around it. Yeah, I wanted to take, you know, as you know, I have a love of the pig in a blanket. I think the simplicity of that party food brings us all together. And so uh, years ago, we started putting everything, you know, because I'm such a New Yorker, everything bagel seasoning is everyone's favorite. I could put that on anything, avocado toast, I could put it on uh, anything, my cereal. So I said, what if we combine this with the pig in a blanket to give it that crunchy, that salty, that that oniony, that, um, so that's what we did. And instead of... I said, you know, I've seen so many, you know, just frozen pigs in a blanket as we see in the stores. I said, let's make it look a little different. Let's make it look a little special. So we made it almost like into a little tart. So we call it the everything pig in a pie. And that's exactly what it is, this little um, salty. And I have to say, I was really excited about that one. Um, And then we entered it into the Specialty Food Association right off the bat. First frozen food, you know, project we come up with. We entered it in. I said, oh, gosh, there's no way. You know, we're, we're just so new to this game. And that bite won the number one bite for frozen foods and snacks in the Specialty Food Association Good for uh, you. award. So I have the equivalent of a pig in a blanket Oscar. <laughs> that, well, that, listen, why not? 
That sounds absolutely <laughs> fantastic. And parties are starting to come back. Let's keep everything crossed, hoping yes. that we can control the outside forces so that we can have a semblance of a real life. But what do you find when people are again planning a wedding or a celebration? What do they want to eat? Forget the the order for the minute. But yes. what do people say to you? You know, I'm having 40 people, 50 people, 100. What is their main choice? I have to say, I think especially now, if anything, if anything this time has taught us is simple is best and less is more. And I have to say, I think I've been around this long with my catering company because I love to serve foods to people that are simple, special, something that, you know, people bite that feels nostalgic, that tells a story. Um, so people are um, people are entertaining again. They want things that everyone loves. I've seen less of the fancy, froofy. I've seen more of the comfort. I've seen more of the let's just share a meal, let's share a story. So I think that is that's kind of where we're going to be for a little while. And maybe the caviar will come out again. But right now, I think it's just the gratitude for sharing a meal with someone else. Right. And we know that things have changed because the outsourcing of food has become part of our DNA, and which yeah. is why Mary's Frozen Cocktail Party collection is becoming such a big hit. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't try to cook something at home. And if someone says to you, let me try to make something, what do you suggest they get their feet wet with? I always say make a good omelet. If you could make a good omelet. That's not so easy, right? <laughs> it's not. But if you, if you master that, you know, you just got to, you know, make the make the eggs work and uh, don't overburn them. But you try a couple of times, you have a whole carton to, to, to work it out on. Um, anything you stuff in there uh, that will work. And, and reuse things. I, I always say the best cheese omelet is from the cheese board the night before. Um, so um, I say start with that. And I always think um, I grew up, you know, cooking with my grandparents and um we perfected, you know, at a very early age, I learned how to make, you know, a, a, a traditional Sunday sauce, meatballs, sauce, and that's quite simple to actually make. And if you can serve so many people and everyone could be really happy. So I say try to tackle a sauce of your own and a good omelet. And then I think you're in good shape. <laughs> right. And is there a secret to a good omelet? Um, you know, a lot of people have, you know, all different things. They put a little heavy cream in it. You know, when you, when you're beating up the eggs, put a little heavy cream to make it a little, little fluffy. I actually uh -huh. have a chef friend who puts a little bit of seltzer water in their omelet. You're kidding. <laughs> well, make that like blow up. I've never tried that. Um, no, but, but I, I get that. <laughs> my grandmother used to put seltzer water when she would make matzo balls. Oh, yes. And pancakes. she would use seltzer in that or pancakes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I say that, you know, good quality butter, too, makes a difference in, you yeah. know, what you're frying your omelet in. So um, a nice Italian butter or an Irish butter. Um, but, um, but yeah, I um, listen. And I also say don't be afraid to try anything. Like, listen, um, this is the time. Everyone, everyone now is the chef. So it's a great time to, to try, you know, try out your skills. Or lack right. and, <laughs> and you have to be flexible because now everyone still wants to outside is still the favorite thing. But we're all dependent on weather when you do that. And I'm sure you've had plenty of adventures. Yes. And, you know, I have a lot of clients, you know, this summer they're doing a lot of stuff outside and they'll put a tent up or 
and um, you know they, they they fret for days about the weather. Well, and, I understand. Yeah, but I have to say, I threw three parties this summer where it was pouring, pouring, you do? pouring. I have to say, everybody, it, there was this very like unified kind of feeling, like they were all in it together, like this, like like this year was, and it it almost makes. You know, surviving the elements through a party almost makes everyone come together in a different way, too. So I say there's nothing you can't control the weather, um, you know, do the best you can and, you know, and just hope for the best. But I, I always, you know, whenever someone plans a party and they're just staring at the weather report for days, I always say, you know, there's nothing we could do about that. So let's just try to enjoy it. That's right. And do you believe in a lot of order? If you cocktail party, one thing, you know, and if you have hors d'oeuvres, like I served your frozen hors d'oeuvres and I was like a star, you know, and finally I had to fess up, you know, I thought, should I tell them that I didn't make these? And then I said, I can't because obviously I didn't make them. You know what? This is my, my dream was, it was like I say it's from my heart to your home, whatever's going to make you, you know, I have been slugging out there. You know, I have served thousands of, of, of hors d'oeuvres over the years, and I just wanted to make you guys all look good at home. So you, whether you tell them or not, it's from Love Mary. Feel if, if it makes you feel good to go out there and say, this is my new creation, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Mary Giuliani. And Mary, how do they find out more about you and your books and your frozen hors d'oeuvres and all those goodies? Oh, thank you, Joan. So they just go to Mary Giuliani, not Mayor, Mary, right. com, and you could find um, a link to the frozen hors d'oeuvre box, my book, me, and um, thank you so much, Joan. I always love talking with you. Take care of yourself. We'll talk again soon, and thank you for my frozen goodies. I love them. And Anytime, everything. <laughs> and we're going to all hope everything's going to be all right in the world so we can celebrate everything. All right, my dear. Take care. We'll thank talk you, again. Take care. You okay. too. And I'm Joan Hamburg, and you're listening to Let Me Tell You. 